Hello, welcome to another episode of the Confident Collaborations podcast. If you are new to finding just the right collaborations, or if you just want more first dates in business, then you are in the right place. My name is Amelia. I am owner of Solutions by Amelia, and I cannot wait to share with you the tips and tricks I've learned after a lifetime of connecting humans with opportunities that get them to their highest level of functioning. And I've done this in various roles. I've done this in healthcare. I've done this as a volunteer. I've done this in my business. And um, I'm starting to notice a lot of patterns when it comes to connecting humans with other humans who can help them achieve their goals. So if you are a professional, And if you know that you need more opportunities, if you know that you need more of the right opportunities, if you know that you need to connect with other humans to get to where you're trying to get to, then this is the right place. If you feel as though um, opportunities will mysteriously and mystically appear in your laps or come via email just by existing in the world or just by thinking thoughts and attracting stuff, um, that's more woo-woo than I get into. And um, this might not be a great um, a great podcast for you or a great conversation. But in any case, this conversation is around, episode 16 is around influencer, um, B2P influencer marketing. So specifically, what does this look like? What is um, influencer marketing? There's lots of terms for it, but really the term or the definition or the idea that I'm going to attach to this episode is a business who wants to connect with another business owner who has an audience of other business owners or people who can make enterprise level decisions um, to purchase from their product. So an example that I will use is um, I'll use Oracle. So Oracle is a pretty, maybe I'll use a different example. Um, Say there's a business, say Facebook, right? Say Facebook has um, an arm where they do business with minority owned businesses and companies. They are a diverse supplier and want more um, diverse business owners to do business with them, Facebook. So what they would do is reach out to another business that also serves diverse business owners and say, hey, we would like to do a collaboration with you. We would like to reach your audience of diverse business owners. Um, what would a collaboration look like? Or would you be open to being an influencer on a campaign where you share about this Facebook event that will serve your audience to your audience? So then Facebook, without paying any money for ads, maybe that wasn't a good example, but without paying any money for ads, Facebook could uh, get in front of new people who wouldn't typically um, know that they serve uh, business owners in this specific way. And I use this example of Facebook and supplier diversity for a specific reason, because I have a friend, a good friend, who in a way almost acts as an influencer for Facebook, though I think Facebook is a client of theirs, but that might be different. But in any case, long story short, um, that is entirely a thing. And so there are a lot of companies, um, corporate brands who want to um, bring attention to a special solution that they have or a new products or just their existence. They want to do brand awareness and they want to do that by joining a conversation that people are already having about a specific thing that they address. And if you've been listening to um, any of my episodes, you might notice a theme like, hey, I feel like you've talked about that before. I absolutely have. Um I talked about it in terms of this quote that I'm going to share with you. Um, it was the Reed Hoffman quote uh, from he's a LinkedIn co-founder. and He shares that opportunities do not float like clouds. They are firmly attached to individuals. If you are looking for opportunity, you're really looking for people. So the corporate brand who wants uh, more brand awareness, but they don't want to plunge more money into Facebook ads or they don't want to plunge money into trade shows because it's 2020. 
and they're, you know what, we have this budget, what will be the best ROI for that? Chances are it would be amplifying uh, word of mouth recommendations. It would be amplifying um, conversations that people are already either having or seeking to have. And what this could look like is a brand that is looking for experts, influencers in a particular industry who's already having a conversation around the thing that the corporate brand solves. Um, the corporate brand, it really doesn't make sense for them to start spend money and starting a conversation around um, a problem that they solve. It makes more sense for this corporate brand or even you as a personal brand um, it makes sense for you to join the conversation that's already happening out there um, versus starting an entirely new conversation and trying to find a new audience and building that audience from scratch. That does not make sense in 2020. There are already hubs of people who are gathered around a particular um, need or problem. Um, say it is finding, say the problem is um, finding a great um, software solution for their medical practice. Um, they want to find a HIPAA compliant accounting system. Say they want to find a HIPAA compliant accounting system. Or say there's this company, there's this corporate brand that sells um, HIPAA compliant software accounting systems. I'm sort of making this up. And um, they want to find more medical practices who will buy their software. It would make sense for that accounting software platform or solution to reach out to the influencers in the medical practice space who's already serving um, people who make decisions around um, things that happen in a medical practice. Is it a um, marketing agency that's already having conversations with people at that level? Is it a lawyer, um, a legal firm that already has clients who are um, figuring stuff out in their medical practice? Perhaps they're bringing on a new um, practitioner or a new partner for the medical practice and they need legal stuff to be sorted out. That's not my lane, legal stuff. So you see, I'm sort of making this up. I really am. Um, that could be an interesting person for this um, accounting software firm to um, have a conversation with, to say, hey, you know, we have this tool, we have the solution that um, people who are making changes in their practice um, that could serve people who are making changes in their practice. Um, I'm curious if you'd be open to exploring what a collaboration could look like. Or um, they might, this accounting solution even better, they might have ideas of what a collaboration could look like. And they could go to that um, legal consulting firm that consults medical practices with an exact example of what a collaboration could look like. Um, so really, there is no um, defined thing when it comes to what a collaboration could look like. Um, there are hallmarks of best practices is that um, it's a win-win. Um, anytime you're reaching out to somebody else, a human, anytime a human, whether that human happens to be a cor corporate brand or not, anytime that human reaches out to another human who is an influencer, it makes sense for that offer to be a clear win-win. Um, if the offer is completely one-sided, <laughs> it typically will be rejected. Um, or if it is accepted, it will be short-term because that's the nature of any one-sided relationship in life. It's usually short-term. So um, if you have any questions or if you would like to continue this conversation, let's let's do so. You can connect with me over on LinkedIn. I'm there as Amelia J. Roberts, Collaboration Strategist and Visibility Expert. And um, my superpowers really do lie in the ability to challenge underrecognized professionals. And these might be people who are working inside of a large company 
or people who are working on their own to scale their visibility with sanity and to work to nurture and not neglect visibility or collaboration opportunities that they do secure. Um, if you have any questions, again, let's connect. Let's continue the conversation. I'm also on Twitter as at RN underscore solutions. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, well, I said LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram as at RN underscore solutions as well. And I hope this was useful. I hope this um, got your wheels turning. Again, just pumping more money into what doesn't work doesn't make sense. Um, there are influencers out there who have an audience that are already um, hyper aware of a problem and that influencer doesn't actually solve that thing. They don't solve that problem. I might consult on a related topic. And if you have a solution, they would be more than, um, it'll be in their best interest and they'll be more than excited to say, hey, audience, um, there is this solution over there that could solve you and take solve your issues and take care of your needs. I have never used this thing, but it sounds interesting and I think it might be able to serve you and draw attention to um, you, the corporate brand or the person who has this solution. But in any case, um, this is happening in real life. <laughs> this is happening with lots of companies. If you want to take a look at um, case studies um, where influencer marketing is being used, Google that. Influence B2B influencer marketing case studies and read or B2B influencer marketing case studies Oracle. Um, I think they have a few out there or Content Marketing Institute. I think they have a few out there as well. All right. Take care. Have a great day.